From Studio A in Greenwich, Connecticut, Carl Higby. Hey, folks, welcome back to the Carl Higby Show. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, look, hey, we got uh, a lot on the news plate today. And before I get to any of this bomb scare and this uh, the, the suspicious packages and everything like that, I really want to get to um, this realization that I've had and that a lot of people have had. And it's just, it, I've always kind of believed it, but this has just been reinforced. And, and I, I look at this the entire escalation of where we are where we've come and you know the obama transition to trump transit you know with the the mob rule that we're seeing i know cnn said you're supposed to say mob it's the m word okay that's never been a bad word there's never a bad word until you realize that it was defining your party liberals this country is not more divided i know i've been saying it has been for for months and actually for a year i've been saying it's more divided it's not the mob is just more emboldened the mob is just more emboldened. That is the only thing that has changed in our country. We as Americans are not more divided. In fact, I would say on the backs of conservatism, we have tried to come closer together in the, in the light of the perceived division. But the mob is more emboldened. By who? By the media. The media has sought at every street corner, at every turn, at every story, at every talking point, they have sought to divide this country. Remember, I always talk about the bean piles. The media has dramatized and sensationalized some of the craziest stories. And we're going to go into this, but this through this bomb story that we're going to talk about, I realize it's a sens- sensation of the media. The media has taken a sliver of a percentage, maybe 1% total. And they've made them seem like the majority. And it's done bad things for our country. Folks, I got to tell you, this is this is something that we have to solve as a country. We have to, and, and Trump is, he, he certainly didn't invent fake news, but he was the purveyor of it. I mean, he was the purveyor of calling out fake news. He was. And speaking of Trump, I want to thank our, new, our newest sponsor, uh, the Great America Pack. I, I, you know, I worked with these guys during the campaign, but I, I want to welcome them aboard. I want to say thank you. And the show is brought to you in part by the Great America Pack. This is the longest supporting super PAC of the president. It's been around since before any other super PAC was stood up. So, folks, if you want to support them and if you want to see how you can get more involved. Look, I had people all over the country that got involved in this and they had a blast doing it. We were in tons of states. You can go to greatamericaapp.com. That's www.greatamericaapp.com. Okay, it's the premier community for the America First movement to gather in support of Trump. This, this is fantastic. I didn't know what this app was, and they showed it to me, and I said, wow, this is fantastic. It, it is literally a, com- a MAGA community online. You get MAGA news, you get MAGA updates, you get MAGA everything. So if you MAGA, get on www.greatamericaapp.com. Okay, so getting right into this. The um, <clears throat> Before I cover the bomb stuff, this is something that, this is nowhere in American media right now. It's nowhere on any of the mainstream media networks, and it really concerns me that it's not, because it's something that I think we all as Americans, we scoff at things like uh, like this, and we, we don't take it seriously because it doesn't happen in our country, thank God. So China, 
China is allegedly locking people up in re-education camps in the northwest corner, the northwest corner of the country. Actually, some in the southwest as well. Now, keep in mind that this is, that area is essentially a desert. When you see China, most people don't understand that a large section of China is desert. It's dry, barren land. So a journalist crew tried to go and, and see what's been going on over there because they have these huge camps popping up. Massive facilities. We'd seen it on, on satellite. 15, 20,000 person camps. So this is a, a rapidly developing compound. They're building it as, as fast as the imagery can keep up. So the local, you know, the local residents all around there tends to say that there's tens and they all do it anonymously because they're all terrified. This is a communist government. The Chinese government is a communist government. So keep in mind, keep that in the back of your mind as we go through these points. And this is what communism is. And this is why I'm so afraid of the socialist movement here coming to our shores in America with these democratic socialists. Because socialism leads to communism. It, it leads to totalitarianism. Call me crazy. This is what happens. Every time it's been instituted, follow suit. Okay? It's it's a fact. So... Look, the local residents out there, some of us have spoken anonymously to this, some of these reporters, and we've been getting reports here and there. This is all through the BBC. This is not through, like, some whack news network. There's ten, They say there's tens of thousands of people in these camps who have, quote, problems with their thoughts. That's, that, that's the catchphrase. If you have, quote, problems with your thoughts. It's a re-education school. Now, remember, remember when Kanye West was coming out early on, and Pelosi said... Maybe Kanye needs help formulating thought, formulating his thoughts. This is the kind of thinking, this should directly correlate you to where the Democratic Party is. They don't want free thought, neither does China. Okay? I'm not saying that to make a dramatic statement here, folks. I'm saying that because that is what the Democratic Party is headed to. They're not there yet. But that's what they would, um, that's what they would have. So... Look, I want you to take this very seriously. China has detained, has been detaining and locking up Muslims. This is what they've been doing. This is, and again, this is not me. This is the AP, the uh, BBC. So they, they, of course, they deny that they've been locking them up without trials. But what the what they're referring to is locking up their state-run TV shows. I mean, the state owns their media. Okay, they don't have detractors in the media like we do here. What CNN is doing to Donald Trump, if they did that over there to G, they would be buried under the jail. You'd never hear from them again. Okay? So their state-run media is running these things with happy people in classrooms and having a great time. And their testimonials, they sound like confessions. They, they sound terrible. I was watching some of these from their state-run media. They say, I have deeply understood my own mistakes. Another guy says, "Vowing he vows to be a good citizen after he gets home. I mean, folks, these are almost exclusively Muslim residents. Look, folks, you know I was a SEAL for nine years. I spent terrible time in the Middle East. I am not a fan of Islam as a religion. I'm just not. I do not seek people to not practice it. In fact, I encourage people to practice it. Practice whatever faith you have because I believe that breeds strength. However, I'm personally not a fan of Islam. I don't think the teachings of Islam correlate very well to those of constitutional American values. 
But that's my opinion. And but you here's the thing is people are gonna say, Oh, Carl, you're a terrible person for saying that. No, I'm not. I'm entitled to my opinion just as much as they are entitled to practice whatever they like. I'm not trying to get them to stop practicing it. Okay? I just don't agree with that religion. I don't. And that's not bigoted, that's not racist, it's nothing. That is my opinion. So the fact here that I'm advocating for their rights, for the rights of Muslims and how and speaking out against this, because nobody's talking about this, should tell you exactly how serious I take our freedoms, whether I agree or disagree with how you execute them. Okay, so China, th these people are coming out and say, oh, I have un understood my own mistakes. They're saying that to get out of these camps. The people are going years in these camps without seeing their family. People are getting snatched up. You look in these things, the communities are almost exclusively Muslim, yet not one female anywhere in any pictures I could find is wearing a headscarf. That is something indicative of the Islamic culture is for females to wear that. And the fact that zero are wearing it in these things means that they're, they're discouraging people of Muslim faith to follow their tradition. So there are parts of China, folks, that are closer to Baghdad than Beijing, okay? So keep in mind, China's a huge country. So there's a large section of the southwestern China China area that is culturally closer to the Middle East than they are to the tr to typical Eastern Chinese culture. It, it's fact. There are people there that have been there for thousands of years that have practiced culture for thousands of years in the Islamic faith, and they they emulate the the culture of you know the stands, Iraq, places like that. That's how they've been brought up. That's they, They've never known anything. And the fact that they live under a Chinese rule, okay, that's never affected them before. Now with this, you know, lifetime presidency with Xi, they're, the political police are trying to weed this out, okay? So the people are called the Uyghur or something, Uyghru. So it's U-I-G-H-U-R. They're Middle Eastern descendants uh, who are residents of China residents or citizens of China. Now, China's recently imposed legal standards banning headscarves, long beards, religious instruction to children, and even Islamic-sounding names. Folks, this is not a free country. China. It's not. And when you look here in America, you look at things, look, I don't, I don't ever seek people to limit the, the names. Or how you, if you want to name your kid Muhammad, go ahead. I have no problem with that. I wouldn't do it. You know, I think that the burqa, the full face cover, I think that's a national security issue. But banning long beards and religious instruction to, ch I mean, come on. This is what happens when you don't have the religious liberties and the freedoms and the constitutional bearing that we do here in America. Folks, keep in mind, this is, this planet, planet wise, we are, we are shrinking as a planet because of transportation and communication, not physically. China's not, it, it, we are so tied into the Chinese economy that this is not something that should be this foreign to us. Keep in mind, imagine if someone told you what you could name your child. Imagine if someone told you that you couldn't shave your beard, you had to shave your beard. Imagine if they told you you couldn't go to church on Sunday. That is what they're doing in China. Okay? You can't even practice Islam there unless they okay it. Preconditions. They have to review it and say, okay, this is totalitarianism. This is communism, folks. This is why during the Cold War, we were so serious about keeping communism out of America because this is the result.
I totally disagree, again, with the teachings of Islam. But when you take away someone's liberties like that, it's not fair. I believe our rights are endowed by our creator, given to those, even those who don't believe in our creator. Okay? I am advocating for something that I disagree with based on the fact that I believe in, li- uh, in, in liberty and morality on the sense of constitutional rights. You know, China's doing this. Okay, but yet when Trump, Trump cracks down on China, the liberals run to the support of China. Have you ever noticed that? This is communism. They're literally supporting a communist dictator over our own duly elected president because they just don't like the way he says certain things. Because they're of the, well, we got to resist, we got to resist, we got to. Re-. Listen to this, folks. Internalize this. They want, they are forcing people to take oaths punishable by sometimes death, loyalty to state over family or religion. This is what the left wants. They want this state dependency, this state totalitarianism. You don't think that, you know, Democrats want to expand, expand, expand government. This is what they're going for. They're going for, keep in mind, it was Democrats. It was a six to three Supreme Court decision to uphold Karamatsu. It was a democratically supported effort. Okay. The democratic party is pulling the wool over your eyes. And this is, this is what happens when you go down that road. Think, as I tell you, China is literally trying to delete an ideology from their countries through force. They want to hit the delete button. Okay. I, I, I'm like, I'm sitting here shocked and, and, and people, I, I talked to some people about this. Like, Carl, are you really advocating for Islam? Yes, I am. Shocker. I know, but I'm advocating for the freedom to practice it, not the religion itself. You know, they have these villages over there around these areas that will soldiers will come in and make them sing these songs saying without the communist party, there can be no new China. I mean, this is, these are people that these reporters interviewed that were, by the way, followed by police the entire time. Anybody, anybody who talked to them even said, hi. They were pulled aside by these soldiers and, and, and you know, quickly re-educated. Say, oh, you, you shouldn't say anything. What did you say? I, want, I need to know. This is, this is insane. And I can't believe it's not making mainstream media. If you did, and if you didn't recite these songs in the exact way you were supposed to, they would beat you in public in China. Okay? The dude recited an Islamic verse at a funeral and was detained. And told he needed to be re-educated. He, look, Islamic funeral, fine. If the guy was Muslim, fine. Just for the mere fact that he uttered an Islamic verse at a funeral. This is the basis of the First Amendment of the Constitution. He was detained. Another guy, he was detained for having a picture of a woman in garb on his phone. Now keep in mind, they just grabbed his phone... And opened it and searched it. Because in China, you can do that. Because under totalitarianism and communism, the state owns everything. State over everything. So they went to this guy's phone. They looked through it without a warrant. Can you imagine if a policeman walked up to you and said, I need your phone. I need to look through it. You'd be like, pound sand, dude. Because guess what? We also have a constitutional amendment. The Fourth Amendment, right to search and seizure. They don't have that there. You seeing what I'm getting at with this, folks? How important our Constitution is? We take this stuff for granted. 
We take it for granted and we use the very things that we are granted that make us the greatest country on earth to tear ourselves down. Sounds stupid? That's what we're doing. This is what makes people hate their government. You know, with our founding fathers, they said we are of, by, and for the people. Okay, because they wanted people to trust their government because they wanted it run by the people. They wanted transparency. They wanted limited government. The, the Constitution, our laws, are not there to protect government from us. They're there to protect the, us from the government. To keep the government from expanding so much as they have. They've figured out ways around it. It's like the fox guarding the hen house. But here's the thing with these, these re-education camps. Is some people, when people get out of there, and the very few people that they were able to interview that have been in there, they have deep disdain for China. And when enough people get out, they're going to, look, they'll say anything they have to to get out of these things. Are they truly re-educated? Most people aren't. Most people will literally just break and say and do whatever they need to get back to their family after one, two, three, four years. And when enough of them get out, China's going to have a big problem. This is why this type of government historically has never held up. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And then when I see stuff in our own country like we have with this bombing, it makes me sick. Freest country in the world. It was, you know, Clinton, Obama, Soros, CNN, and, you know, Clapper, but then it went to Debbie Washerman Schultz. And there was a bunch of bombs in the mail to these people. This is, this is crazy. This is, this is political discourse. And I know the talking, the media rushed into the talking point. And I tweeted out. For them, nobody to jump to conclusions. And even Andrew Kaczynski, my nemesis, liked it. He works at CNN. I said, don't be stupid. Because we don't know anything. But the media rushed, and this is part of the division I was talking about, or they rushed in to say that, ha, see, conservatives are, are doing horrible, violent acts. You know, this has been brought on by President Trump. He's referred to news organizations as enemy of the people. And he has a particular animus for CNN. So they rushed to judgment on there. But we have no information. Nobody knows who these people are. Nobody knows at all. So when I'm sitting here and I'm watching that even on Fox News, someone say, well, it looks like a conservative did it. Did they? We don't know. When someone shoots something up, you don't know anything. Until they release the facts. So this is terrible. It's terrible on its face. Because as of now, as of the recording of this show, there's no proof, motives, or subjects, or anything. Nobody's been arrested. Okay? There's no, they don't even have any suspects right now. Okay? And that there was a great article in National Review by Andrew McCarthy. And I'm not a huge Andrew McCarthy fan, but um, I have a lot of people who are. You know, when, when the Bernie Sanders, he said in there, when the Bernie Sanders supporter... James Hodgeskin, or whatever his name was, opened fire on the Republicans. He targeted and nearly killed Representative Steve Scalise. I don't recall much New York Times speculation about whether he could have been set off by Democrats urging supporters to get aggressive. This is the issue here. People are crazy. Stop jumping to conclusions. We didn't know anything. The facts came out. Sure enough, he was a Bernie supporter. But no, but none of the news networks said, well, this is the left's call for violence and increased, you know, hatred in their narrative. No. 
said, oh, it's a crazy guy. But when it's a right-wing guy, it's, oh, the, this is Donald Trump's fault, and this is the a right, all the right-wing people. Stop it. You sound like an idiot. This is a convenient narrative because until this point, you know, I think that Republicans have largely held the high ground, you know, pointing pointing directly at these disgraceful Antifa and left-wing violent portrayers. But this, what it is, is the left's attempt to make us lose the high ground. They don't have any facts to support their argument, but they're using inference. And they want the Republicans to lose the high ground here because, mark my words, the liberal media is going to beat this to death. Either until they get the facts and they're proven right, but if they're proven wrong, the story is going to go away. If they're proven wrong, the story is going to go away. Trust me. Fox will carry it, but, but we don't know. We will soon. In this day and age, nothing goes unleaked. I'm telling you, nothing goes unleaked. So... I'm also curious to how many of these types of packages people receive. I mean, look, look, I know the Trumps received packages with white powder. Okay, horrible. It barely made news. Barely. Okay. So, a lot of these things, thank God, are or were intercepted. But is this just the media ginning up controversy? Where, like, did... That it does it exist to the extent that they're making it out to be? I mean, it's all over Drudge. I'm I'm going to stay with this. I'm going to keep you guys updated on this. We're going to go into it tomorrow. I promise. But where does this end? This is an escalation. This is a new level of escalation, and I don't know why, and I don't know how. And I have Drudge Report open right now. It doesn't appear to be any. You know, there was an ISIS flag on it. But until they have some evidence, anybody could put an ISIS flag. I can go print one out right now. So, but is is this the breaking point? I mean, are we are we in a place? And I'm frustrated by this. I'm so pissed off by this. People shouldn't be mailing bombs to each other. This is not Iraq. This is the United States of America. And if we allow ourselves to escalate to this, it's going to get worse and worse. And what needs to happen is we need to take a strong stance. This Antifa crap has been allowed to go on in our streets and loot and pillage and do whatever they want. They basically own Portland. The mayor's not doing anything in Portland, and we, they're just allowing it to exist. They're allowing Antifa to bully its citizens. And the mayor has, has told the police department, and the, ICE, the mayor wouldn't even come rescue the ICE officials that were being protested against in their building. They shut the ICE office down. We got to stop this stuff, folks. And I, I never advocate for violence. Like I said, in a bar, I'm the first guy to buy you a beer rather than throw a punch. Because I've seen what violence can do. I can see how horrible it is. But yet, people for some reason run into violence. It it drives me insane. Look, you want violence. You push me far enough, you'll get all the violence you want. But I'm going to try every course of action to avoid that violence. And most people will. The people who are advocating the most for this violence are the biggest weenies. They're not the tough guys. They're the pricks who can't fight, who aren't tough, who want to act tough. And how dare you do this to my country? How dare you? I, I, it, I'm sorry, folks. I get so angry about this stuff because this is exactly what I fought against from, to stop from coming to our shores. I didn't, when I drive down the street in Baghdad, I had to think about 
IEDs in trash cans or a kid with an S vest, suicide vest. I don't, I don't want that in America. Nobody does. I don't care which side you're on. I, I don't hope Democrats get blown up. I, I, I don't think there was anybody with of any reasonable personality, let's say, that cheered for this. Oh, man, look, they we're all Democrats who got... No. No. It's frustrating. My, my country's tearing itself apart. And we're mailing bombs to each other. It's freaking stupid. You know, we have these things called elections. That is how you affect change. That is the, the people in this, in this instance. It's some, I've heard some of the justifications for some of the left-wing mob violence. Oh, they don't have any other, any other recourse to, to profess their, their, their frustrations. Yes, you do. It's called an election, you idiot. It's called an election. That is how civilized people elect their government. And guess what? You lost because the plans and the game in place that was set up for a damn good reason that has made us the greatest country in the world said that you lost. The, the game that you have used to your advantage and disadvantages over the history, over the last two centuries, dictated that your side lost. So guess what? You have 2018, you have 2020, and you will have more elections. So go, instead of burning down your own towns and protesting free speech, which is the, one of the greatest liberties in the, in the world that we've seen with China, instead of protesting and doing that stuff that's not productive, go get people to vote. Go educate people. Better yet, go educate yourself. Go educate yourself because I guarantee to you when you find out some of the stuff and some of the crap that you spew and that's been spewed to you, when you actually do the research on it, you're going to change your mind. Go out and get educated on this stuff. Because until you do, you're being sold and lied to. You're being sold a false narrative that is causing you to create destruction and division in this country. And it doesn't help because one day, one day I hope you have children. You have to look them in the eye and say, yeah, you know what? I paved this road for this country for you. And if the liberals get their way, it's going to be socialist totalitarianism, like maybe not as bad as China, but it might get there because they want big, big damn government. <sighs> Sorry, that was a I get I get a really emotional when when people crap on my country. I just see these migrant trains of 14,000 people coming our way. They're coming here because we're awesome. They're not coming here because we're a crappy country. They're coming here because America is the best place in the world. How many people are lining up to go caravan down to Venezuela? Zero. Zero people are going in caravan to Venezuela. Zero people are taking boats and swimming into Cuba. Zero people are doing that. 14,000 in one group are coming to America. And thousands more a day are trying to jump our borders. That is why we must stay a free country. And you elect these liberal loons, I swear to God, we lose the house, they're going to be subpoena people from here to Pluto. And it's going to be, they're not here to govern, they're here to disrupt. And that's what it'll be for the next two years until we take the house back. They will just disrupt stuff. They will stop government. They will disrupt. This is what they do best. And the mob will be emboldened. 
So I'm telling you folks, I know I have thousands of people listening to the show and I appreciate it. Get out and vote. And also, you know, I, I gotta, gotta take a deep breath here and let you know that, you know, I gotta pay for the show. The Carl Higby Show is brought to you by also U.S. Wellness Meats. Trust me, I'm a fitness guru. I love, I love steak. I try to have red meat at least three times a week. Okay, I get it from U.S. Wellness Meats. I'm a fitness guru, and if you if you feed yourself crap, you get crap out. You don't have good results. So I understand the importance of nutrition. U.S. Wellness Meat right now will ship your food for free to all 50 states, Canada, and Puerto Rico. All natural. Sustainably raised from small business and small farms, it's 100% grass-fed beef, lamb, bison, dairy, wild-caught seafood, pasteurized pork, free-range patch or poultry. These are great for special diets, sugar-free, gluten-free, keto, paleo, etc. They serve professional teams, college teams, NFL, world-class athletes, families just like you. Half the people on my street now order this. Okay, and they use the promo code. They save 15%. I'm going to tell you that in a minute. So you want the most nutritious food on the planet? I'm telling you, if you eat meat, you should eat meat. I don't understand vegans. I just really don't. These are the guys to buy your meat from. Fish too. Okay, order online. USWellnessMeats.com. That's USWellnessMeats.com. For a limited time only, use promo code FREEDOM. They'll ship it to you for free and you save 15%. So USWellnessMeats.com, promo code FREEDOM, save 15%. So I want to get right back into this. Man, that made me hungry, actually, because I didn't have a great dinner. Um, so... Look, I get pissed off because I, I love this country dearly. And even you, and you can see that in the fact that I'm advocating for the rights of somebody that I vehemently disagree with, with the China escapade. So I want to go into this caravan because before we left, before I read that commercial, we were talking a little bit. About, it's very easy to point out the random, you know, non-fact-based claims that Trump makes this about him about the wall and it is about the wall there there there's no i I, i'm just i'm I'm so confused by this because the liberals are are literally willing to pack people in here they're willing to pack people in here by um in, in in droves with amnesty to affect our elections. Foreigners, foreigners coming here, unregistered, totally illegal, and they want them to vote. How is that not meddling in our elections? Like, for instance, exactly what they're getting so pissed off at Russia for doing. So if, if 14,000 Russians came across the border, would the Democratic Party be just as pissed off? I mean, it's crazy to me. It is so crazy to me that this caravan, and you have these these liberal loons that just want them to come over, and they say, "Well, we have." Look, I understand. I completely understand uh, the the need and desire to bring yourself and your family to a better place. I do, but I also understand the need is paramount to protect your country, to protect the country against stuff like this, because they just arrested a hundred ISIS fighters. In that caravan. That's not being widely reported. They just arrested 100 ISIS people embedded in that caravan. Because they're using it. Okay, how do they find these people? I don't know. But they did. Okay. That's, I'm reading multiple reports of this. If you don't believe me, go out there, Google it, get educated yourself. 
You know, they, they want you, the, the left wants you to believe, no, if you don't support this caravan, you're a terrible person. Look, when I see somebody in need, my tendency is to, is to help them. Okay? But I'm not going to do it at the expense of my country. I'm not going to do it at the expense of my family. I'm not going to do it at the expense of my fellow Americans. I want the integrity of our nation, the integrity of our borders. Ronald Reagan said it, a country without, a nation without borders is not a nation. You got to stop this. You got to stop this. And I encourage the president every single time I get the chance, I encourage him. I said, look, please just veto any bill that does not have the money for the wall. You know, well, walls don't work. Well, why did Hillary Clinton want it? Why did Barack Obama want it? Why did Joe Biden want it? Why did Hillary Clinton want it? They all wanted it until Trump wanted it. And now they're like a three-year-old child that's whining and crying. They're going to take their cake and go home. Because they didn't win. And now somebody is, is putting forward an idea that's popular. And they don't want it. It's, it's just the stupidest thing in the world. It's like, I, I swear to God, the people on Capitol Hill are the biggest babies. They are the biggest babies. And you have these, they're using these people as a pawn. They're literally sending people down. Someone is sending people down there. Somebody who doesn't like Trump might rhyme with George Soros. I don't know. They're sending people down there. They're exploiting these people by giving them bare, bare bones. They're getting them to uproot and, and walk and travel and drive and get trucked in by any means necessary, and get to the southern border, and because they're telling them that if they get there, they will become American citizens. And that is not true. There's people in these caravans who have been deported, and, you, and they're interviewing them. They're like, oh, I just want a construction job in LA. Are you kidding me? America is not a menu. Our economy is not a menu for other countries. Our economy is to be enjoyed by people who have come through legally. And how is it fair for 14,000 people to get all, pow, magic wand, amnesty? How is that fair for them to get this amnesty when everybody else who's here legally had to go through this rigmarole. You've seen the memes going around on, 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 online. You have a room full of people with their hand over their heart, pledging allegiance to the flag. That is immigration. Bum-rushing our borders in droves and putting women and children first, that is invasion. That is not immigration. That is not how our system works. And if you want to do it that way, well, it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for you. But you know what the thing is, too? What is going to happen? What is the, what is the clash? What is the plan if this migrant chain makes it to the U.S. border? I mean, I haven't heard an actual plan. Like, what are they going to do if, if 14,000 people run into the U.S. military on the southern border? You know, what's going to happen? I mean, are we going to fire? What's going to happen? So, that, I mean, they're still evaluating the options because it's going to get messy. You can't detain, effectively detain 14,000 people. You can't do it. I don't think we have the resources, and I don't think we can mobilize fast enough to make that happen. You know, that you've had uh, Ambassador Bolton, who's the National Security Director. He's been screaming at people, saying we got to do so. This is serious. You know, you can just go onto the AP and read this. What it, what, you know, they're they're saying the AP is reporting. That this is less than a thousand miles away now. Granted, we do have a hurricane that's gonna. It might 
actually slow this down, which would be good. But I mean, and and Trump's been able to say, like, look, we got. I mean, the wall's not going to be up by then. But yes, he's getting significantly more support for the wall now. You know, and and Kurt, Kirsten Nielsen, I, I, I gotta say, like, I, I try to support the administration and the cabinet as much as I can. But she's advocating for a diplomatic approach using relationships with Honduras and Mexico and El Salvador and all that stuff like that to stop this. They're not stopping it. They they a they can't b it's not a, like why well, you know why would they? They're just passing through. We don't have the greatest relationship with Mexico. We haven't for a long time, despite what Barack Obama says. It was bad under him too. Mexico didn't give a damn about us. We just gave them everything they wanted under NAFTA. You know, this is, there are gangs, there are criminals, there are terrorists, there are, you know, there are women and children in here too, but there's everything and you gotta, you gotta stop it. So I'm real curious to see what actually happens when they, when the military meets the migrants. And you know what? I, I know I've said things in the past, folks, just to rile people up about, you know, using lethal force at the border, but what, what are we going to do? You know, are they going to, they, you can't arrest them. You can't just start shooting people. So what happens? There's no plan. They better come up with one soon. Because it's either going to cost us billions of dollars. It's going to cost us a lot of political capital. It's going to cost us a lot of moral capital. Folks, I want to give another shout out to my friends at Great America Pack for bringing you this show. They've been an ally of the president long before the 2016 elections, and they've never wavered. Their support, and your support, actually, it means even more. So I'd like you, as my listeners, to go out there and and give them a shout-out. Thank President Trump for everything he's done. They're helping organize this campaign so they can make sure the president knows that there's people out there who appreciate him. Because, look, the, the the media craps all over him all the time, constantly. So Great America PAC wants to make sure that the president knows that there's people who support him. So you can go to thank thankstrump.us that's www.thankstrump.us thankstrump.us I'm sure he'd love to hear from you this is a great way that you can support the president because every day people scream at him and t- tell everybody how much they hate him be one of the people who tell, goes out there and tells them how much you love him so that's www.thankstrump.us you know we were getting into the craziness of this. Van Jones. This is Van Jones is another guy that he's just... Well, first off, he's a communist. He'll come out and say, I'm a communist. So Van Jones, the communist who screams from his moral plateau, supports a very type of government like the Chinese that are doing exactly the things that they're doing. Just, I, I want you to be clear on that. I want you to understand that. So Van Jones... With Anderson Cooper in agreement, says that Trump is more likely to be funding the mob than Soros. How stupid is that? How dumb does that sound to you? That sounds incredibly stupid to me. Why would Trump fund a mob? Why would I mean Trump is for rule of he's not stooping that to that level for political talking points. He he doesn't do that. He wants to solve the problem. He doesn't want to create a bigger one. But this is, this is the media. This is the media hysteria we were talking about that is literally tearing our country apart. Van Jones, you are, you are coming up with wild conspiracy theories. Wild conspiracy theories to support a narrative because you have nothing. Nothing you have advocated for works. You're a communist. Communism breaks things.
Trump builds things like the damn wall. You supported Barack Obama, who, by the way, Obama wasn't far off from a socialist. If he had his way, if he could get everything he wanted, he would have socialized everything. You look at the, the, the top points of socialism and communism and how they institute it. How do you get to a communist totalitarian government? You do it through education. You control the education system. You do it through healthcare. You control one. That was one sixth of our economy. Okay. You start to control the businesses through regulation. You, you raise taxes. You make taxes prohibitively expensive. These are all the marks of how you get to the end result of communism. Okay. But Obama went out and recently at his thing, he took credit for the Trump economy. He's, you know, he's got that slick voice where he's kind of like, you know, kind of your bro. By the by, by the time I left office, what wages were rising, he says. Poverty was falling, and that's what I handed off to the next guy. So when you hear all this talk about economic miracles right now, remember who started it. Remember who started it. Come on. That's the Barack Obama deliverance. Man, does he sell. He makes it sound good. Then people believe him. He got 2,000 people. Trump got 30,000 people. But people still believe him. And it's BS because growth was stagnant. He had eight years. Growth was stagnant. And you think that you built this? Give me a break. You're the one who said you didn't build this. You didn't build that when you're talking about businesses. Barack Obama said you will never see 3% growth. He said you'll never see 3% GDP. What is it now? 4.2? Come on. So you said it would never happen. Then when it happens, you say, oh, I did that. No, you didn't. You had nothing to do with that. You were the, the, the traffic cone in the road to efficiency, Barack Obama. You were the guy who sat there and said, I'm going to do it my way, and it's still not working, but I'm going to drive it home. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do more of what doesn't work in every empire, country, government across the world, history. And then when you tell everybody that it can't be done, and then it's done by a guy who, by the way, in his career, a lot of people have told him things can't be done. New York City skyline got done. Okay? He gets 4.2 GDP, and you say, I started that. You were the one who said, what, are you going to wave a magic wand? Yes, abracadabra, bit people. Almost said something else. Trump got us there. He got us there because the second his policy started hitting the market, things got better. Things got better. And there's nothing you can do to make me believe otherwise because I watched the economic graphs. I've studied this in depth. I have read more on this than I care to, I, I care to ever do again. Because I wanted to be 100% sure. I wanted with every fiber of my being to make sure that there was not a single doubt that liberal policies don't work. And I am 100% in on that. There, there are no liberal policies that are, are widely instituted by your party that work. It, they just don't. So I want to close with this last topic, which is something that really bugged me. Now, this is all alleged. Nothing's been proven. So I want it to be known that it is alleged. That Cory Booker sexually assaulted another man in 2014. An anonymous gay man 
who wants to remain anonymous, I'm sure it'll only be a matter of time before he gets ousted, came forward to accuse Cory Booker of sexual assault. Now, Booker allegedly, you know, came to his workplace, I guess they know they had known each other or something, and pulled him into the bathroom and assaulted him. Tried to get the guy to do some things to him that, you know, he didn't want to do. So the the accuser is a young Democrat. It's not like it's some political operative. Okay, we do know that. Remember the piece? The, it, this is like a pattern for him, though. Remember the it, like, remember the op-ed that he published where he talked about groping a girl and all he could think about was the sound of Top Gun? That's Cory Booker. And I know, I know secondhand. I know people who have personally witnessed his awful behavior. His awful sexual behavior. I know, I, I'm telling you folks, this is a thing. And of course he's dismissed it or not responded. What, what's the matter, Corey? I thought you said everybody has the right to be believed. Oh, not, not when it's a Democrat accusing them. Because you've been accused. And I'm interested to hear what he says. I'm interested to follow the story. It's not being, it's, it's, it hasn't even made its way up to Drudge yet. And that's why I wanted to bring it to you. Because I want you guys to start looking into this. And I want people to dig and find out everything they can on a guy like this. Because when he runs for president, it's going to come out. Start getting it out now. Start getting it out now. Folks, this is the Carl Higby Show. I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We're going to be back live next week. Uh, But this week we're just doing the podcast because we're transferring over to a new time. Uh, We're going to 8 p.m. live. But you'll still be able to get the podcast anywhere, anytime, uh, up on Stitcher and Spotify and iTunes and all the, the goodies. But make sure you go to follow me on Twitter, at Carl Higby. Uh, and also make sure you go to uh, iTunes, sign up, leave a review, download. We appreciate it. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Actually, no, I'll see you tomorrow.